Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today, I want to talk about the really important topic of value and how we define value. Now, in the dictionary, the definition of value is the monetary worth of something. Well, that makes sense. And that is often how people view value, right? You go into a store, you see a shirt that costs $39. That is the value of the shirt. And then if you see a coupon, we're all emailed coupons every day, all day long, and it says 10% off your next purchase. So then there's the value. It's the purchase price less the 10%. And this is how most people view value. They view it in dollars and cents. And there is nothing wrong with that because obviously, as the dictionary said, that is part of its definition. Now, where it gets a little bit more complicated is another definition, also in the dictionary, where they note it is also something intrinsically valuable or desirable. Now, that is the angle I want to really explore in this episode today, because that's where interior designers or anyone in a service industry lies. And I do believe the interior design industry is a service. So I feel I am in the service industry. And therefore, value gets a little bit muddy as far as how to define it from person to person and job to job. It's much easier to understand value when you're talking dollars and cents, like I just explained as far as purchasing something. So not only can value be defined as dollars and cents, it can be defined as anything you feel is valuable. So for instance, you may value your time. You may value expertise. You may value knowledge. And while it's very hard to assign a dollars and cent to those three values, they still are important to you. And that's honestly where the service industry comes in. So for instance, as an example I often give that I think is much easier to appreciate is is going out to eat at a restaurant. So everyone understands that a restaurant obviously serves food and you are capable of making food at home, right? So if you say, for instance, go to an Italian restaurant, you are likely going to order a pasta dish. Now, that doesn't mean to say that you couldn't make pasta at home, but the value you are going for is the expertise in that particular chef at that restaurant, knowing more about how to make a pasta dish. Now, that may be that they use a finer quality of ingredients that you have access to in your own local grocery store. Or that may be a nuanced way of combining ingredients that you don't know how to do or are comfortable doing on your own. But none of that means you couldn't make that same pasta dish at home. 
Now, in the same note, you know that you're going to pay more for that pasta dish in a restaurant than you would if you made that same dish at home. But you see the value in it. And not to be undersold, but the value of the ambiance, the value of the experience, the value of time spent with others, whether that's with a partner, a husband, a friend, a child, those all come together and combine to make that experience at the restaurant, eating a pasta dish that you could make at home far more valuable than if you did stay home and cooked it yourself. So I like that analogy because we all go out to eat. We all understand that, of course, I could figure out how to make that dish on my own, but my time is valuable and how I spend it is important to me. So for homeowners, I think it's gotten very hard to understand the value of my industry, the value of an interior designer, because the the world of access into the vendors and the resources that interior designers use on a daily basis has blurred. So I often will get, well, Renee, I can go out and buy a sofa on my own. And of course, the answer is yes, just like you can make a pasta dish on your own at home. But I always counter with, well, yes, of course you can. But I can assure you that if you hired a designer, what you will get in value on that one purchase will far exceed what you could do on your own. Now, I'm not saying there aren't incredibly talented and creative homeowners out there not practicing in interior design that could pull off a lot of great things. But what an interior designer, what a service provider brings to the table is a level of knowledge and expertise that someone outside of our industry simply just doesn't have. Now, I know we can all watch and binge watch HGTV, and it can add a lot of information to what you know, a lot of language that you didn't know prior to ask about, to investigate, and to research. And those all add into a much more successful solution. But an interior designer, so for instance, with a sofa, an interior designer is going to have a whole host of resources far beyond what a homeowner knows about on their own. And then beyond that, to interior designers, they still get wholesale pricing. Now that can vary from vendor to vendor, but I do still challenge a homeowner to get the same quality of product at a price lower than what the interior designer can get. It does happen on occasions with with mega sales, but it's a rare occurrence because these vendors support our industry. Now a homeowner would counter, well, but I have to pay you for that service. And the answer again is yes, of course. Like you had to pay extra for that pasta dish at the restaurant. It is an experience. It is a value that you are willing to seek out so that your experience is at a higher level. So for instance, with the sofa example, an interior designer will do all of the steps. An interior designer will do the research. An interior designer will present you, say, two or three options or whatever you've agreed to. Your work, the time that you have to invest in a product is significantly less because you're hiring someone that can go from point A to point B in a very straight, short line, as opposed to a curvy line that you're going to have to take on your own in order to do all the research and cover all the bases to make sure that you are getting what you want to get. So there is value in that. Now, you will save time. To me, 
for people who work hourly, like I do, time has an incredible amount of value to me. So if I know someone can save me time, that is huge for me because that's time I can be spending doing something I find more pleasurable. Maybe that's reading a book. Maybe that's spending time with my family. Maybe that's traveling. It could be anything that you find pleasurable. And therefore, that is the value of hiring a service of any kind, whether it's an interior designer or a housekeeper or a landscaper to mow your lawn. These all buy back time for us. And I believe we are all coming to terms with how incredibly valuable time is. And you cannot put a dollar amount on that value. But you also have to understand that if you are taking a renovation project on, the value you are getting from an interior designer is tenfold. Now, you also have to understand, as these podcasts are always talking about renovation projects, the amount of experience a seasoned interior designer brings to a renovation project is immense. And the amount of value that that brings to the homeowner as well as the project is very hard to actually explain in words because until you go through it, I have had clients in the end say, I really had no idea how great this would be having you along in the team. And they don't mean it in a negative way. They just really did not understand how much time, how much expertise, how much knowledge I would bring to these renovation projects. And I I always take it as a compliment because they really had no way of knowing So there was always an expectation of gaining value. They just didn't realize how much that they would actually get in the end. And that is really the goal of everything. So when you're talking about value, a homeowner needs to figure out for themselves what is valuable to them. Now, it may be I have friends, dollars and cents is really the bottom line for them. And so perhaps having a service provider, an interior designer, help them purchase a a sofa isn't something they find valuable. And that is fine. But what I find is how many people want that extra level of knowledge and expertise when they're making these purchases. And and trust me, these days, buying a sofa can be quite an investment that you want to get right because you want it to last for as long as you can to, quite frankly, get the value out of the investment that you've just made. Now, interior designers listening to this, I know you're probably nodding your head along the way, and and hopefully you'll use that restaurant analogy, because I really do find that it breaks it down and people can understand it better when I do, you know, equate my services with a bowl of pasta. Kidding aside, of course, but it does level that playing field. And truthfully, it's something we can all understand because we all go out to restaurants knowing full well that we have a kitchen in our own homes and we don't have to go out to eat. So I implore interior designers to start with their value by explaining to their clients what it is that these people will be hiring you for. And it's not as simple as, I want help with colors. Now, of course, that might come into play depending on the scope of the project, but you want to be very direct and very careful in describing the value that you can bring to any project. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, I just put out, maybe it was a week or so ago, I put a succession of photos in the stories about a painting job that we were doing. 
Now, this particular project came to me very last minute, and I mean very last minute, during a very busy month. And I know I've mentioned in the past, I work with one realtor in particular, and when she calls, if I can, I definitely help her out. She called me and told me that there was a young family moving into the area very last minute, And they had just purchased a new home and their goal was to have it fully painted before the kids started school. Now, I knew when I was getting the phone call in the first week of August that that didn't give me a whole lot of time in order to get something like that done, knowing that school was going to start in a few weeks. So I started putting out the posts to show the level of work. This was a large home. It was almost 7,000 square feet. Now, we were not painting every room on the lower level. So I'd say we probably painted about 5,500 square feet of a home. Luckily, there wasn't a lot of trim to be painted, which is much more time consuming. But I met the client on August the 12th for the first time. We picked paint colors within one week. They closed on the house on August 25th. We started working on August 26th, and we were done five working days later. Now, some of you are thinking, how is that possible? Well, this was able to happen because the client hired a professional, and in her mind, the value was to have this project completed before the kids started school. So as a professional, and what I hope interior designers make very clear to clients is I have access to all the trades that take my calls and will fit me in as well, just like I had fit this client into my schedule because of my relationship with the realtor. So I called my painter. I explained the situation. He laughed. I laughed back. And he said, I don't know how I can make it happen. And I said, okay, call me in a couple of hours. And I knew he would make it happen. And of course he did. Now the stars aligned. He had a project push off. So instead of four guys on the first day, we ended up with eight. So we had a team of eight painters, literally it looked like a swarm of locusts on the house, and they just went at it. While we weren't fortunate enough to keep eight guys the entire time, he had enough guys, he had enough resources of his own to fit me in. So we were able to pull off a really big project in a very short period of time because the homeowner knew the value of hiring me. So that is something that I really can't explain enough to clients. This is where value comes in. Now, did she get a bargain on the painter? No, she paid fair market rate for the painter. Now, did she get a bargain on my time? No, she paid my time that I charge any client. There was no upcharge. There was no discount. That wasn't how the client defined the value. The value for this project was in the time. And hiring someone like me who has access to painters that can jump on something like this in a moment's notice, that was the value. And that is what professionals can do. And why I'm always explaining to people that value comes in many different forms. Now, this homeowner was thrilled. We actually finished about a half a day early. So she was able to get a cleaning crew in there. We actually made it clear in the beginning we would need every hour and that she was prepared to do the wiping down of surfaces. And luckily, the home was not furnished, so there wasn't going to be a huge cleanup. But we finished early. 
we gave her the whole half day. We knew this in advance. So she was able to put together a cleaning crew and get the house cleaned up before the mover showed up the next day at 8 a.m. And these are the areas that I want interior designers to focus more on, what their value is on any project, whether it is purchasing furniture, whether it's specking paint colors, whether it is pulling off a renovation project, because their expertise helps cut corners. Their expertise allows fewer mistakes along the way. Oh, and by the way, this client did not like every paint color. We put samples up because if you've been following me, you know I only work from samples, even in my own home, and she didn't like them all. Now, granted, that's not uncommon when you're selecting room after room after room. And keep in mind, the day we picked paint colors was only the third time she'd ever been in the home. So what did we do? We focused the team on the rooms where the colors had been approved. We quickly did more samples within that same day and kept moving. And again, this is where the expertise comes in. She was able to convey to me what she didn't like about the colors. We picked out additional samples. The painter immediately had the paint sent over from the store. Samples were on the wall. She was making final approvals within hours of telling me that one or two of the colors just wasn't what she wanted. And again, this is because a professional has the ability to cut those corners. And we even laughed in the end. She said, you know, Renee, I'd probably still be waiting for a phone call back from a painter if I had literally just Googled local painters, because this woman was moving in from out of town. And she's right. I mean, I can call a painter and either he picks up or he calls me back within the hour, because that's the relationship that has been established. So these are the types of values that interior designers bring to every project. And whether that is through their contacts or through their expertise or through their connections or through their discounts, there are so many ways interior designers can give value to a client in their own specific scope of work that I really hope that not only homeowners are hearing me say this, but that interior designers are hearing me say how to explain it to them. And I think that sometimes gets lost. And I'll be honest, nobody loves to talk about money. Nobody loves to toot their own horn, but we need to get better at expressing how we can help. And really define all the various angles that I've been talking about here, because they all come together to add an enormous value to any project that really has nothing to do with dollars and cents, but still is critically important to most people, especially the clients that I work with. So if you're thinking, Renee, I want some of this value, there are resources on my website, templates and workbooks that I use in my own projects. Some are free, some are a small investment, but it is worth your investment. And if you are ready to dive deep into how to manage your own project as a homeowner, there is the Only Girl on the Job Site course. The details are listed on the website. And not only does it include the steps that I take on my own projects, but it includes a private Facebook group where we can come together as a community, have Q&As, lean on each other for advice and support. And then the designers, if you've been listening, you know I built a course just for you. It's the only girl on the job site, designer edition. And beyond the main course, there is a vault of lessons solely for the interior designers. 
These go into how to market yourself, how to work with clients, how to work with other professionals. It is really important to have these skills in order to run a successful project for your clients. And of course, there is the private Facebook group just for interior designers where we can lean on each other as we're going through the renovation projects. And keep in mind, a homeowner is managing one project at a time and a designer is managing multiple. So there's a lot of moving parts for a designer to keep track of from job to job, from project to project, that a community of designers can support one another through. I think it's really important to have that support. So my hope today with this episode was to broaden your definition of value and see how many places value can come from. And for designers listening, I hope you hear me and you'll approach new clients from a point of value added to their projects and not just simply talking about the projects and the the nuts and bolts that are going to go into it. Because explaining your value in the beginning helps build that trust between a client and designer that is so important on a smooth project. So like I've said before, if this brings up more questions than answers, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to discuss this further about whatever it is you're working on now. But until then, thank you for your time today, and I look forward to our next conversation. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone. As I assure you, we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.devignedesign.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon.